0: If you do not want to work, do not come to the University of Georgia. That's
1: what I tell every single one of my recruits.
0: Every last one of them. I will be blunt with your son if he comes here. On a a visit, a workout, if you don't want to work, do not come come to the University of Georgia. If you love your free time, do not come to the the University of Georgia. Because you will be doing
1: everything. If you don't want to rethink your life decisions, do not come to to the University of Georgia. (laughs) But if you want to win, come to the University of Georgia. you ready yeah man we're back it's been been a couple weeks here with my new co-host zion loge Sup, up y'all boys sup what's sup what's sup what's from lebanon tennessee yeah little little town 30 minutes outside of nashville yep, yep. Yeah. both tennessee boys um yes, sir. kind of explain what it was like growing up there
0: it was kind of really you know everybody got their rough parts nice parts mm-hmm. um Play sports just to keep my keep me out of all the bad that was going on around my hometown. I guess you can say. Really played three sports all growing up: mm-hmm. football, baseball, basketball. It wasn't a time that I didn't have a ball in my hand. From little league to middle school to high school, I played with all the pretty much the same people. Then, I guess going into middle school, well, yeah, my last year of middle school, I had an opportunity to go to. Like a academy, like a prep school or academy. I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to stay with my friends. What, what I, school was it? Endsworth.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I had a friend that went to, uh, what are the what are the schools up there? The
0: private you got, School? you like got it. MBA, you got uh, J- uh, JP2, CPA, um, I'm Bell, uh, not, uh, Brentwood, Brentwood Academy. I'm trying to
1: think. DCA. So Anyways, I, I have a friend that lives up there. Um, Funny story. I don't know if we should put this in here or But his ex-girlfriend now Jake's Jake Camarda. <laughs> yeah. So, Annabelle, my girlfriend, really good friends with her. So, she's from up there, too. And we, I've been up there a lot Yeah. to go see them. But I love the city of Nashville.
0: It's cool. Like, I just went out for, when I went back home for the May break. I went out. That was my first time ever being downtown Nashville with a layer cake. It was pretty cool.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm telling you, if Vandy was good at football, that is where I would be. I love that place. I just – I'm just from there, like – I feel like that's anywhere, though. Yeah. Like, people go anywhere. Like, I have people come back home with me, and they're like, oh, like, shit, this is this is cool. Like, this place is awesome. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, there's nothing to do. I feel like if you grow up somewhere, it kind of gets like that. But
0: Soon, really, like, now you really can't even go to the mall. Well, you can go to the mall, but it's been a couple shootings. So, people really don't like going to the mall as much anymore. Like, But now you, I think it's like if you're 13 or under, you need, to like, somebody with you. Like, people used to literally just drop their kids off at the mall. And just like let them run around all day. I'm like, sounds about right. What's going on?
1: But. So, you said you grew up playing three sports, and you you thought basketball was your mm-hmm. was, was going to be your, your gateway to college.
0: Boy, you couldn't tell me any different. I uh, I was <laughs> just telling them earlier, uh, like I was watching back then. I think it was Julius Randle and all them were mm-hmm. they were they were in college. So, and YouTube was like big on the day and the lives, and. Uh, hoop mixtapes and all oh, yeah. his life, it just like really blew up. So I was watching like Malik Newman's day in the life and just like, they would go to the gym at like six, six seven in the morning. And I would be like, shoot, I might as well do it too. That's what, this is where I want to be one day. So I would literally go into my grandma's room. She had a coin jar uh, along with my grandma, Sadie, Sadie Bell. I would take quarters. It was, it cost $7 to get in our, our local gym. And I would, pay seven, I would pay $7 in quarters to be there, literally from seven to seven all day long. Like, it just – it kind of molded me to my friends, like, who I wanted to be around. And I just – I didn't want to do anything without sports. So, I would be there all day. My mom literally would have to, like, drag me out of there to take me home. So.
1: Yeah. What what would – yeah. I, I bet those people hated you walking in their panel quarters every day. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it, got, it got to a point they just gave me my own pass and they were just like, here. And then, yeah. Oh, man. that. that. Because I know you wasn't going in there with only quarters. There had to been some dimes, some nickels mixed in there. Yeah, it got to, like, day eight. You know, you got to pick
0: a little dimes and everything. You got a couple quarters, but you uh, all right, come on, let But you're getting in. Yeah, you're getting in. Then, you, then, you, then you're hustling people for money to eat at the concession stands. Shootouts, three-point shootouts, oh, yeah. put a dollar on it. Come on. So, so Paying for your next visit.
1: Yeah. So, what point in time would you say that you realized football was going to be? Your way, when I went from
0: two forty to two ninety in three months, yeah, Th- three, three months. Months, how? Three months. Fifty pounds of three months. Yes.
1: How yeah. the hell did that
0: happen? So, uh, I'm just starting out with my like this. This is like my whole recruiting talk, basically. So, my first offer going into my junior year, UTC Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. They didn't get have didn't have another offer for a whole year. Went to the. Army, East, West, combine. Mm-hmm. I thought I was getting the invite to the game, like to play in it. No, it was the combine for upcoming uh, seniors. Went there, got, I think it was like four or five offers in the same day. South, Southern Miss, I think it was like some smaller schools, but they were big time to me at the time. And like, it just, my, my recruitment took off, recruitment took off and I just started working out for, no you know, like I was just working out like three times a week for no reason. Like I looked up, first uh, SEC offer was Ole Miss. Then Georgia calls, I think, the next day. I think they called me on a Monday. Coach Scott called me, he was like, can you be here? And I was like, when? He's like, tomorrow. And I was like. And it snowballed from there, didn't it? Dude, I'm talking about, Tell I what. got down here, I worked out. I didn't even get to 316. I didn't, we, we barely got out of the parking deck. And, and Jeremy Pruitt from Tennessee's calling That's me. That's exactly and what I, happened with me. And I'm like, what is going on? And like, it just kept going, kept going, kept going. Shoot, I think I I shut it down really early. I committed two days after my
1: birthday, July 15, twenty eighteen. I just really what, what year was that? Was that going into your senior year? Yeah, going into okay. my senior year. Cause I committed the May before my senior year. Mm-hmm. But that's funny that you said that, cause I got I started getting offers early. Like it was it was weird. Mm-hmm. Like we had we had kids like in our area that were getting like highly recruited, cause we had Rome. Yeah. So their whole D line went D one. They had Jemias Griffin was at Oregon State now the quarterback went to Virginia Tech like they were stacked mm-hmm. all across the board and so our coach our head coach coach Athey he knew everybody so he had good relationship coaches so they'd stop by and I remember I was in there playing basketball one day mm-hmm. and South Carolina coach walks in and he's like watching me play and he's like coach how old is that kid <laughs> our head coach like he's 14 and he was like He's what? And he called me over there and like started taking pictures of me. I was like, what the hell's going on? Like I, I had no clue what was going on at that time. And then Coach Atha calls me to his office. He's like, South Carolina's offered you a scholarship. I'm like, I'm like, like who? a what? <laughs> a who? And he's like, South Carolina offered you a scholarship to play football for them. I'm like, probably seen the say jumper. that again. You probably seen the jumper. Because if y'all don't know, Tate got it, he has a pretty
0: nice jumper. Was that the leadership retreat?
1: Yeah, he got a little jumper on him, though. He a little jumper. A little jumper. But that was surreal to me. And then my, I, got a, I got in contact with Muschamp because Muschamp went to Darlington. Yeah. Our pictures are actually, like, right next to each other in the locker room. It was a, it was Duncan cool. Stein, and really It's Duncan It was the weirdest Stein. thing. Every time you walk into the showers at Darlington, you see Coach Muschamp. We'll like it's it's we'll weird. Pause. Like so, there's like our bathrooms, our locker rooms over here, and it's like right on this wall, right, right leading into the hallway to the showers. He's just sitting right there. This high school picture. I'd be like, coach, you gotta take this down. Like, it I, was I, I interesting, cannot. and I think I'm right there next to him now. So, <laughs> whatever. But the Tennessee and Georgia thing happened to me. Yeah. I was going to my cousin's graduation party, and our head coach calls me. Coach Aetha calls me. He says, "You need to call this number." I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like a, it's a seven zero six number. Like I'm like, okay, cool. It's like somebody in Rome because that's our area code. Call it. Is this Tate? Yeah, yes, it is. Who's this? He's like, uh, this is Sam Pittman. <laughs> I'm like, hold <laughs> hold, hold up. Coach Pitt. So that he offers Coach me, Pitt. and then later that day, I'm literally like at the graduation party, like eating, and Coach Ethic texts me again. He says, call this number. It's a four two three number. I'm like Tennessee, like. I call he's like is Chattanooga? Yeah, it's Chattanooga number. Yeah. I don't know why it's 423 because that's not Knoxville. But I call them. And Tennessee's like my was my dream school at this point. Like grew up a huge Tennessee fan, loved it. So I get a call. I'm calling. He's like, hey, this is this is Jeremy Pruitt.
2: Like, Wait. No, no, it wasn't Jeremy you? Pruitt.
1: <laughs> it was uh Who's before him? Butch. And he's like, we want to offer you a scholarship. And I like lose my mind. Because like I'm a f- about to be a sophomore in high school, just got my dream school offer, which I, or I thought – I was, like, freaking out. My dad's a diehard Tennessee fan. My dad, like, starts crying. I was like – like, it was the coolest shit ever. And then it just snowballed. Yeah. It's like, once you get Georgia's offer or an Alabama offer, yeah, there it goes.
0: That's, I think my dad took me – he took me to a Tennessee junior day. Dude, he had like him, him like he had a twin brother, and like they were diehard uh, Tennessee fans. So like that was his big like his big moment to like mm. go up there and like just and, like really see it and all that. So it was it's, it was pretty cool recruiting.
2: How does word get out like that fast? That like tweet it?
1: I put it on Twitter.
0: I wouldn't even say like tweeting. Like I don't. These coaches talk. Yeah. They if they're not they talking, have talk. they have people that are in the. They have people something. that know.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen people fake an Alabama offer. Oh, so many. <laughs> they so just many. get other offers with it. So many.
0: But no, like when I actually went to meet Coach Saban, like they, like it was the same way with Bama. They called me. I think it was like a, it might have been like a Tuesday. I went down there on a Wednesday. It was me. It was me, my head coach, and another coach on our staff. The, the coach that was on our staff, he's a diehard Bama fan. He he really wanted mm-hmm. to drive us down there. It was like, all right, come on. Dude, we get in there to meet with Coach Saban. Like
1: he's sitting, like he's the recruit. Like like shaking his legs. Coach Saban opens that door with oh. that button, and that door just swings open. You're like, Look, he just hits it like this, and, and then, then you walk w- in, you sit down, presses again, that door closes. It's the coolest shit. A little, t- little table, like like
0: something like this right here. You're just looking rings at him, all over it, but, but the rings are just hitting you in your face. Just and like- he
1: has so much cool stuff like all over his office, but you like. You feel like you so can't like, look at it because he's sitting right there in front of you, and you want to make eye contact with him. So I'm like sitting there, like. Thank you. But when he offered me, I don't think I heard a single word he said the rest of the meeting. I went to a camp, and they like we're about to leave, and somebody like came up and got us. He's like, Coach Saban wants to talk to y'all.
0: We're like, You want to
1: talk to me? <laughs> and we, my dad, and one of our family friends went with us because he's a diehard Alabama fan, and he started like acting like, like you said, like he was the recruit, like a mm-hmm. little kid. Like, just happy as could be. Yep. That was 100% the coolest conversation I've ever had with a college coach. But Coach save it was just because, like, at the time, Alabama was like that pedestal offer. Mm-hmm. It was like the one you wanted. It was like once you got that one, like, you were good. And, like, I wanted to go to Alabama. And then it turned out not liking their offensive line coach at the time, like, mm-hmm. at all. But I I just don't
0: – one thing I don't like is when these schools, like, like, LSU, LSU wanted me to come, they wanted me to come camp, but it, was, it wasn't it was set in stone that I would get an offer. And I'm like, I'm not gonna drive nine to 10 hours from the state of Tennessee to Louisiana and not get an offer. Like, I know what I bring to the table, but most of the time, some schools don't like what they They'd see. They'd say, we need you to come work out before we offer you. Right, and I just, it was like that with LSU, Florida. But I ended up getting an offer from Florida. That's though. me and Kirby, <laughs> when I was in eighth grade. Bro, he still wears the same exact stuff. Oh my god, it's crazy. Where is this? I cannot wait to see what Andrew like grows up to be because like I know he's going to be like a like just by the stuff. Do you
1: do you think he realizes how cool of a childhood he has?
0: I think he does. I think now he really does. Like, I think it really hit him like when uh, Sony and all of them were like. I think that's
1: when it started to like. Hit him! Hit him in the face! Like, who else can say like, oh, I was around the Georgia football team my whole childhood, taking pictures with recruits, running around.
0: Yeah, because that, that's when that's when Boog was. Uh, I call him Boogie. If you if you seen him like uh, when Richard was here, like he would just jump on Richard. Richard would like throw him around and like get like that's like, like the. I remember somebody they put him had. in a
1: trash can on a visit I was here. <laughs> I think it, probably,
0: it was either probably Richard or Nolan. No, well, not, I love the kid. I love the hell out of Boogie. Like, he's Lord just like. Lord have
1: mercy. Full go 100% of the time. All day. Oh, Coach Smart like makes him go work out during our practices. Yes. He's like, go in there and run up our cardio stairs, jump up our cardio stairs 10 times. He's like, and I have cameras. And he like looked down at his phone and said, you did nine. Get back in there and do five more. I was like, oh, my God. Then
0: then he'll come out like we're doing sprints. He was like. Kirby, he'll run son, with the and bigs. Co- and Coach, and coach Fran's son, uh, Lil Brayden. They'll both, run with the, we'll both, they'll both run with the bigs. Like, nobody running beside me, and I'll just take off running. I'm just looking back at both of them, <laughs> just talking shit. It does,
1: I will say, them being out there, like, running next to you makes it easier because you're not thinking about running. You're thinking about just messing with them. Yeah. But That's right. funny. All right. Kind of more into current events now. The NBA Finals. What's your opinion on this? I knew it was over when Denver beat. I uh, knew it was over think. when the Nuggets had a week and a half. Yes. To get ready. Yes. And the Heat had, what, a two-day transition? Yeah. And one thing that I've noticed, Jokic has the most like unimpressive triple-double ever. I swear you no, no, don't – No, I, no, 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 no,
0: no. It's, it's very impressive. It's Oh, no, don't get it's, me wrong. It's, it's impressive,
1: impressive, but I swear I don't notice he's doing it until they show the stats. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's it, what it's I mean quiet, it's quiet. It's very, okay. like, Qu- not flashy, if that makes sense.
2: Did you hear about that story of him – Jamal Murray was telling the story about how he was, this was a couple years ago and this was when they were playing the jazz and Jokic is just kind of bodying Rudy Gobert. And um, Rudy's called off the double team. He's like, I got him, I got him, I got him. And Jokic is like, he like leans, he has the ball. He like leans over. He's like, brother, I have 47. And then like makes the shot. And it's just like a super funny story from Jamal Murray and it, just insane how that dude just, you just look at him and you're like, how is and he, he
0: moves so slow? It's him and him, like, I think it's just like the, that other, the overseas ball. Him, Luca, uh, Manu was the same they way. They all play slow like, and they, they just score. Slow and monotonous, but it's, it's going to be the quietest 30, the quietest 15 rebounds, 16 assists. You're just like,
1: God. Like they show his stats in the, the game, I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah. It, it's so impressive. His touch around the rim is insane. But you can't guard
0: his final seconds, Dirk shot. Like you can't. Like it's and people like, he works on that. I know he does. Like because you can't. You can't just get in that rhythm of just shooting that like that. All mm-hmm. the, like in and when it's short short time in the game, like you have to shoot that all. The time. It's, it's it's impressive he's impressive yes it's impressive Very. like
1: how he does like it's not going in
0: he, he ain't really he ain't trying to bully he's like yeah. he's gonna catch it on the elbow have two guys run past him maybe fake a maybe fake a handoff turn around throw it behind his head like he's just gonna do a lot of different things to keep you on your toes and a lot of people don't have the firepower to stop and him nowadays
1: bam cannot cannot.
0: He's, he's doing everything he can. Everything he can, but Bam, AD, like, he's just, I would have loved to Bam's see. And Bam's been hooping. Yes. I would have loved to see Philly against Denver because we would have got the the head ahead that everybody want They wanted to see MVP versus MVP. Like, I that's what everybody would have wanted. I, or
2: and I, and I still think Jokic does the same thing he's doing right now. Some people might have different viewpoints. I hate Joel Embiid. Hate him. Can't stand the guy. So I I keep Philly out of out of the (laughs) finals for as long as humanly possible because I just cannot stand Joel Embiid. He's the biggest crybaby I've ever seen in my entire life, and he hunts fouls, and it makes me so mad. And that's all I have to say as a Hawks fan.
1: (laughs) He had to throw the Hawks in there. (laughs) Tell him how you feel. Bobby has strong opinions about Joel Embiid. If y'all didn't pick that one up, that was very strong. Do you think Jamal Murray is underrated? Yes. Extremely.
0: Yes. He does not get the
1: – When he gets talking. hot.
0: But it's the crazy. Like, he's been doing it since since he was at Kentucky, though. And people mm-hmm. – he didn't get the, the looks because he was around every everybody else. I think – who was there mm-hmm. at the time? I think it was him, Bam, Malik Monk.
1: Mm-hmm. De'Aaron – was De'Aaron Fox? No. I mm-hmm. Like, how do you approach these games if you're Bam? Like, thinking, like, I'm about to get th- – Th- at least thirty put on me, and I'm gonna do everything I can to stop it.
2: You can't. It's not. It's not a lot. It's do. just. It's got to be demoralizing. And like, like that Rudy Gobert story I told. Like, Rudy Gobert is one of the best defensive players in the league, and he's Jokic is doing that to like Rudy, and just think like everybody else is helpless. Like, I, I have never seen somebody dominate like at that position. Personally, now I'm sure like Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, I, I never like yeah. watched Shaq in his prime. I wasn't old enough to. So like, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure. I mean, Matt probably didn't vouch for Shaq. But like, you just got called old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is who was on the team: Alex Poitras, Tyler Uless, D- uh Dominique Hawkins, Derek Willis, Marcus Lee, Trey Lyles, EJ uh, Floral, Isaiah Briscoe, who should have who should have been playing in the league for a mm-hmm. long ass time, but he just. People didn't want to pick him up. Willie Cauley-Stein, who was supposed to be that big guy that everybody was talking about. Cat was also on that team. Carlos E. Towns. Sky who was supposed to be a, another great big, fell off in the league. I don't even remember who he was. Isaac Humphreys, and Charles Matthews. So he was kind of getting
1: overshadowed by the bigs at that time. They had three bigs that were like the names of college basketball when they were – Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Do you think if Jokic gets a ring, mm-hmm. he's in like a – Top fifteen, top twenty discussion. Yes, with the
0: two with the two MVPs, I think with that alone, because then you want to like back to back. Yeah, and
1: you go back to back MVPs. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, like with that
1: alone in in Denver, they're not where they are if he's yeah not on that team, like at even close to where they are. He changes their team so much, and it's and, it's, and he's been doing it since day would one. Would you though. would you think he's top fifteen if he wins if he gets a ring? Come
2: on, yeah. Yeah, probably. And he's been doing this since day one. Would so you say like he's one of the been... most dominant players at that position since Shaq? I can't I I don't see how he's not. Looking look, at stats, you can't look past Dwight Howard. And I'm tired of people okay, looking yeah, Dwight ooh, I'm tired of
0: people looking right. past Dwight Howard too. I, like I that's that's a don't good look past He him. does not get the respect him. that he deserves. He doesn't at all. Like three-time three-time defensive player of the year. You like, know, who else doesn't get the respect they deserve. Kevin Garnett. Yes. But I think I think he does get to respect. People
1: people respect him. He's never the, brought up the the in the shit conversation. conversation. Him I feel like him I feel like Dwight and Kevin Garnett and KG are kind of like in the same boat. Like they're kind of overlooked when you talk about bigs.
0: Is Paul Pierce overlooked?
2: <sighs> yeah. People, I don't know people forget about him. I I just don't think you can like that Celtics like that Celtics roster, I don't think they get overlooked. I think they're appreciated. And I think that Kevin Garnett, like, his prime, I think, was not maybe not as good as Dwight Howard's, but it was certainly longer. Like, mm-hmm. KG was around the league and, and competing for longer than Dwight was. Very so, uh, I don't know about underappreciated, but I think – That might have been the ugliest lineup I've ever seen. Him, Paul so. Pierce,
0: Rajon, and –
1: Kevin Garnett
0: on the court. <laughs> Have y'all watched Shaq's um, documentary on HBO Max? Bro, that is fire, like Good. fire. Oh, um, who's the next that's in line to pass Braun? Do you think? Giannis? Do, do you think? You, I think
1: scoring has got to be in the scoring. No, just overall player. Okay, so. okay. I was I was
0: talking about the scoring. Scoring. T- so so we know the f- scoring title wasn't broke for forty years. Whatever. I think Giannis. I mean, I think Jokic has a great shot.
1: If he can stay in the league long enough, yes, to, because you got to think he's a seven foot man. You said you got to think how many years until that really starts taking a toll on his body,
0: and he's two eighty five. Yeah, that's a large human. Seven foot, two eighty five.
1: Like that's that's a lot moving. Bobby, I was about to ask your opinion on that. You to ask my opinion on what? I was going to ask his opinion on that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't bring up Philly. <laughs> <laughs> we're
2: good with this.
1: <laughs> I just, I just, are, Do you like the
2: Phillies? Oh, hate them. I don't hate them as much. What's as the up Mets, with though. you in Philadelphia? Oh my, it, well they're our rival in like every single sport. I, I, I'm okay with the Eagles. Like Eagles are alright, but like, I mean, I actually really like Jalen Hurts. Honestly, like, even when he went to Oklahoma, when he got away from Alabama, I was a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Anyways, wait, what was what was, what was we got off track? What was the question again? Uh, do you think? <laughs>
1: What were you about to say? What were you saying?
2: So the
0: scoring title wasn't broke for 40 years. Who do you think is the next in line to break it? I said Jokic because the the way that he scores at a clip, and then Tate said his. Do you think how long do you think his body will be able to hold up to seven foot, 285 pounds? Jokic?
1: Yeah. You gotta think because all that like, jumping, running. That's gonna take a toll on him eventually.
2: Cause how many games they play in a year? 82. That's a lot.
1: Especially for a big I man? Don't
2: know, I don't know where Jokic stands currently, so I couldn't give you like an accurate career points. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, if we broke down the math into how many points he would have to score per year, like a reasonable an average per year. He has 12,000 career points right now. And what, bronze was... Just broke it this year 38, 30, 38.
1: Like, what five years? Mm. It's been longer, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, that's definitely been longer
0: because Braun was the first to hit five, the youngest person to hit five, the youngest person to hit 10, the youngest person hit 20, 20, 30. Like, so Jokic has been in the league since 20,
2: 2015, 2016. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, 2015. So so almost eight, eight years. That's a tough I don't think he – I don't think – I, I don't think he will. I don't think he will, and I honestly don't think he'll get that close to breaking the score top. How long has Braun been in the league? 20 years. Yeah, like 20, I, don't, I, just don't, I just don't see – 20-plus years. I don't Jokic see Jokic playing. The, he's played for I eight. feel like it's just hard for a – I don't see him dominating for, for that, long. that long either. Yeah. Like, he's just – like LeBron is one of a kind. I like. He dominated the league for for so long. I just don't think that there's going to be another person to to be able to do that. I 100 really. percent agree. And it's just
0: he's only Jokic has only been scoring over 25 for the last three years. Oh yeah, no. Because he when he came to the league, he scored uh, his first year 10 points, second year 16, third year 18, fourth year 20, fifth year 19. 2021, 2020, 2021, he had, he averaged 26.4, 21, 2022, 21.7, this past year, 24.5. But that's why I was saying who would be the next in line because everybody's just putting all this on Victor. Like, we don't even know if he's gonna, because all the-
2: That dude is gonna be crazy though. Like, gotta be.
0: I just wanna see, I wanna see how he stacks up his first 82. Like, how was how his body? Because everybody said that about Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren yeah. was supposed to come in last year, but he didn't have he out of foot before the season even started. What did he do? He tore his Liz Frank. I thought it was his Achilles.
1: Was it Achilles or Liz Frank? I think it was Achilles.
2: Liz Frank, sound, somebody tore their Liz Frank recently, and I was like, you know, that's what Tate That's what Tate had happened to him. <laughs> <What is
0: it? laughs> I remember well, you telling me that story. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was Liz Frank. So, Tate, what was it? You said you played two plays snap
1: my foot in half and then play two more. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Do my foot's in half. I looked at Warren McLeod. I said, my foot's half. Warren looks at me. He goes, okay. He looks back. He's like, hold on. What? <laughs> Brian Breezy looks at me. He says, you good? I'm like, no. <laughs> okay. We kind of got, got sidetracked there. but yeah, So I guess we'll start one of our staple features. Features, 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 features. 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 Okay. The fist pump feature. Did you do this last time with us? I didn't know Okay, that. it's like, you know, give the old Goatee, sp- the old, old Goatee spiel on it. You know, Tiger know, uh, is known for his, his fist pump. It's something like in your week that was fist pump worthy. Like, something good to happen. It could be anything. Like, Goatee's first example was like, you, what, you got the last Oreo out of the pack or something like that. Just it, Anything.
0: Could we for like the last month? Yeah, I definitely had to see my football camp because like that was a huge. Oh, I
1: wanted. I was gonna talk to you about that. It was a
0: huge like thing that I've been wanting to do for years. How many, how many kids you have? One hundred forty-seven. One hundred forty-seven kids free camp. I'm
1: gonna do one in July.
0: Completely free. We sponsored everything. I'm not that nice of a person. Didn't, because like the area that I'm from is not a lot of income. And so we wanted parents to be able to like to bring their kids and like not to worry about paying for this, this and this. So when people bought a shirt, they bought, they paid for like two and a half to three kids to be able to come to the camp for free. So it was just, it was a really great time. It was, it was amazing. People, kids asked me to sign their legs, their shoes. I'm like, dude, your parents are going to kill me. Like, they paid kill. so much money for these shoes. And y'all,
1: Cause I support. remember, I got, fighter, street fighter, famous street fighter. What's his name? Uh, he died. What's his name?
2: Oh, Kim oh Slice? Kimbo Slice. Kimbo,
1: yeah. He was at the he was at the Battle of Rome, and I got him to sign like a, like a I had like an Under Armour shirt that was like, like one of the nicer shirts that I had. Like yeah. my mom would only let me wear certain places. I got him to sign it and she was pissed. Yeah, I was like
0: I'm like, he says like, this kid's like, sign my leg. I'm like, You know you're gonna home, go home and shower in like an hour, it's gonna come off right. He's like, Well, just sign my shoe and I'm like, No, what? <laughs> but it was it was something that I had been wanting to do I bet that for, was awesome. for like two two years and like I'd never the my schedule just didn't align with it. And this year it was like perfect, bang, bang, bang. So Got everything set. We, we actually got everything set up in like three weeks. It was crazy. Because I had an a NIL deal with a local like shirt uh, company called SEI, Southeast mm-hmm. Impressions. And they, they helped out. Shout out to SEI. But they really helped out and did a lot
1: for us. That's it. awesome. I watched the video and it looked like, it looked awesome. Did y'all see the video? Yeah. It, it, that was awesome. It looked like you had an awesome time. Yeah. And so did the kids. Fist pump. Feature of the week. I have a really boring life. Nothing really great happens. Nothing really bad happens. Just, I, I'm just, you know, on a steady track all, all the time. My fist pump probably going to Atlanta and just spending money I shouldn't have spent. I went up there to buy boots. Uh-huh. Went up there to the Cova store. They and I was just really going to try them on so I could order them, but they hit me with the oh, if you buy a pair of boots, they you get a free belt that matches the leather. Dude, I got the email. <laughs> told Dude, what I got the email. had to do it. Yeah, I mean. How do you turn that down? How you can't. you can't? So I got a pair of Cayman boots. I haven't got them yet at all, but. We tried them mm-hmm. on. But I tried on like the.
0: I need some new boots. So last last time we went to Tennessee, Vandy and Tennessee, I, I wore my cowboy boots. I need some new boots for this year. What are we, what's,
1: what's your what's your price range here? Oh
0: snap! Well, I I do fade the upper five for it, Almost every shoe that I pay for it, that I get. So.
1: Oh, if you're looking. That way we, we can get you. We can get you in some boots. Mm-hmm.
0: But I need like you. You seen the ones I have? Like I, I just bought those because like it was my yeah. first ever boots. so you know, we can get you. But I need some. some I, uh, I some can show
1: boots. you the picture of the ones I
0: just bought. Like Coach, Coach, Coach Searles and Coach Schumann's boot game. Crazy.
1: Annabelle babysits his children, and he like has a cutout in his closet like that's raised for boots. Yeah, it's. He calls it his boot good. barn. Well, every suit he wears, different boots. Mm-hmm. Coach Schumann, assuming, inside linebacker coach. Yeah. And then here's where I really messed up this weekend. Going to Neiman Marcus, Marcus <laughs> Neiman, whatever it is. Neiman Everybody Marcus.
0: just goes without me. Like, I don't, I don't need to go because I'm going to spend too much money that I don't yeah, want spend. Yeah, I, I go in I there go and I'm shop. like,
1: oh, there's cologne. Let me go smell some cologne. Oh, that shit smells good. And so I'm over there talking to the lady that sells the Baccarat. And she sprays it on me. I'm like, oh god.
0: Was it the red bottle? No, uh-huh. mm, that's what I got. And I was like,
1: not doing it because that shit is like seven hundred dollars for a big bottle.
0: I got the I got what? the little it the little bottle that I got is like four four twenty five or something like that. What
1: this, so what
2: cologne is this? Baccarat. Baccarat.
1: Like, what is in this? I don't know, but it smells Mason Francis, bro. But then I, don't, I don't know what it is, but that I made. got ended up getting Creed. I love what so I have uh, It's great. It's great. It smells some phenomenal. She sprayed it on my elbows. Like, give it to me. Give me. Give it to me.
0: Did I ever give a fist pump feature? You said spending too much money. Did you? That's not. Outside? No,
1: that's no, not a fist pump feature. That's no. one of those trench talk things. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll say playing golf today. It's nice to get outdoors and do something that's not football. Definitely. Yeah. Going to play golf. I went and played so, last. That's what. Yeah. That was it. Oh yeah. Have you seen the Browns new logo? The ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so it's who, horrible. Whose
2: bulldog is better?
1: Ours. I think that's what you were about to ask. Yeah. Ours.
2: Was. Yeah, I mean, the Browns logo it, it I mean, it's new. I think it's better than what they had with the, the orange helmet. helmet like
0: But like I wonder like now how is it going to look on the side of a helmet though? Like that on the side of a helmet. I just don't
2: a,
1: like how it's
0: shaped. A shaded. bright orange a bright orange helmet. Yeah. Uh, how's that gonna look?
1: Not That's a
0: gonna be on the helmet. Yeah, I'm saying is if, oh. if that is, I'm like, how is that gonna like or are they just gonna
2: leave their helmet just orange with the with the stripes? I'm not a huge fan of it at all. It's one of those things where it's like you think about like some mascots or like I've just some seen it. Some logos that don't make any sense. Like the Oakland Athletics, their old logo was an elephant balancing on like a circus elephant. Like what it the makes heck is no that? Sense. What the heck is that? Yeah. Why? Couldn't tell you. Also, yeah, no. I was gonna say what, what the heck is a Philly fanatic, but then you get it's just reinforces my oh, hatred we in, have Ty, to we Philadelphia. So we gotta get
0: Tyke <laughs> in here so he can defend Philly. He's somebody's got to. <laughs>
1: you have out for Philly.
0: Somebody's got to. Cause Joel can't do it. So, then. all
1: right, this is what something I really want to talk about. Yeah, let's get it. Megan Rapinoe said Sue Bird arguably had the best career that anyone has ever had in the history of any sport ever. That is just the worst take I've ever seen in my life. That is awful. First off, take it back down to women's sports. That is disrespectful. Especially so to the game, like to Serena Williams. Yes. First off, that's just disrespectful.
0: Lisa Leslie. Yeah. Who changed the game of for girls basketball as, as dunking and as that whole cand I mean, you could say Candace Parker. I mean Candace Parker. Like like
1: it's a lot of people who had great careers. It's horrible. And to say that if she would have said women's sports, it wouldn't have been that bad. Okay. Like, we could we could maybe make an argument for that. But not with Serena Williams playing still. No, nah. okay. I don't think I've ever agreed with a single Megan Rapinoe take, but besides the point, that's the worst one I've read, ever heard. Did you see the guy who
2: ate a 72 ounce steak in six minutes?
1: No. Can we
2: pull this video up? We're pulling it up right now. Number one, do you think that you could do this? I want to see. You don't think you could do this? Bro, like,
1: watch this. Bring me a 72 ounce steak, I'll try. Like,
2: he
0: devoured this plate. But you didn't see the guy in front of him. Like, they have it, like, cut off already, I think. So it's like he's literally just cutting it into more pieces that he can just, like, eat faster. What? Like, I want you to see the guy that's in front of him. Hold on. Like, replay that. Did you just
1: hear that said? Look, look, pause it. Fast this time.
0: Can you, like, can you zoom in? I see that. Bro. Look at the plate. Shit.
1: Look at his. His is gone. That is insane. Hold on. But did you hear the end? Second fastest time. Who was the first? The second fastest time, and it was six and a half minutes. Wait, Personally, if wait, I'm going to eat a wait, steak, wait. I'm going to take my time and enjoy it.
2: What does what he get out of that? Like a free meal? Probably a hat. A free meal for a year? <laughs> like a trucker <laughs> hat? I'm assuming that he gets his meal for free. Bare minimum.
1: But if he doesn't finish it,
2: what are you paying? How much do they charge him for that steak if you don't finish it? I don't know. It's got to be... North of a hundred. A hundred at least, yeah. I mean, you got to think of like a porterhouse that's like... I mean half the size of that and like those are upwards of a hundred dollars like
1: that's crazy and th- th- not even the fact that he did it that somebody did it faster are we doing tear talk we can if you want to i want to no i just want to do it <laughs> right. that's my favorite segment that we do what's tear talk so what do we usually do th- five
2: call it we, we, we gotta call it
1: rank talk rank it's talk to us what the boys does tear talk
2: yeah so
1: will compton come sit right there
2: also did isn't you guys that
1: taylor the one Oh. I got on his live somehow. That's my fist pump. How the hell did I get on his live? Miles Johnson was on there and I just requested to join. And I joined and we started doing push ups. I was like, okay. He looked at me, he's like, Look at this guy's hair. He definitely idolizes
2: Taylor. (laughs) And what what was did he like did he recognize you at all? Did he know like once I told him I was the person he sent T shirts to? Yeah, he did. Okay. Oh shit. You want to do rank talk right now? Yes. Okay. What two Ks have you guys played? Have you guys played every two K? Played every.
1: Everything since I started fifteen.
2: I played every two K.
1: And I have strong opinions on this subject. Because I play this shit for real. Two K sixteen is the greatest two K ever made. Two K seventeen second. Thank you.
0: I didn't see. I didn't like after after sixteen. I thought nothing could get better.
1: It won't ever. And it
0: was like seventeen made me so mad because it was that was the year that everybody just started rim running and it was like heavy, heavy slasher
2: or you was just like shooting from you half remember court.
1: Remember two K twenty the BP build?
2: I'll give you five choices of video games. And
1: We have one, two, three, four, and five. He gives us one. We don't know what's next, and we have to rank it.
2: So could be, you know, like. Call of Duty, like your favorite Call of Duty ever, or it could be like... So again. he's giving us one? Okay. He gives us one and we rank it... And then it you rank it one through five. Without knowing what's next. Without, okay. co- with, Yeah, without knowing what's coming next. Could be an even better one. Could be a Doggy duty one. You never know. Um, so first, we'll start it off with Call of Duty Black Ops 2.
0: One. Wow. Uh, I don't
2: know what's coming after, so I'm going to go three. Okay. How about Wii Sports? Five. Four.
1: No, no, I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four. It okay. can worse. Wii Sports Resort, though, we bump it up to three. Yeah, I was about to say, without <laughs> Wii Sports Resort, hey, we got to okay. go. All right, we'll do Wii Sports Resort. Three. You already used your
2: three. God, uh, I'd still go four. We'll we we'll stick with the uh, the Wii theme here. Go Mario Kart. Two. We're talking about, like, the N- Nintendo Mario Kart? I'm talking about OG Wii. Two. Uh, Two. Five. Five. What?
0: Sorry, I wasn't did a big. He, Ni- he said five,
2: five. Sorry. Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable.
0: I wasn't a huge Nintendo, like Nintendo, like I, Mario Kart. I wasn't.
1: I used to have the steering wheel at all.
0: Yeah. Like I was, I was just huge sports games. Like I had. Now, if we're talking about college football, I've had every college football that's came out, every last one.
2: Me too. All right, we'll do. Don't you do that. Well, you put me on the spot here to to, to do the <laughs> to do the rank talk. So I got to come up with stuff. Um. How about we do Cooking Mama? You guys ever play Cooking Mama for Nintendo DS?
0: Like, I've used all my bad ones. I've never played that. And I've never really? heard of I
2: that. had a sister, so I played it all the time. But I've never there. heard of
1: that. No, I've never heard of that.
0: What? Honorable God.
1: mention number six. <laughs> R- facts. What's it called?
2: Cooking Mama. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. i have heard of that? Like, no, never. Um, and then we'll round this out with I don't know. Let me do. Let me do something that I feel like we all would have played growing up on like Game Boy. How about how about like Pokemon Greenleaf version? You ever played Pokemon? For play Pokemon. Wow. I'm I telling you, know. if it
0: wasn't sports, I I was not. I think the the close like the farthest thing from a sports game that I
2: played was Tony Hawk on the PSP. Ooh, that game was. That game was cold. Oh, we should have done consoles, man, or, like, handheld devices. We should have done ranking that stuff. A PSP. PSPs were – Elite. Yeah. Are we talking –
0: okay, I don't know if we're talking about the actual console, or was it a pause moment right there? Wait. Wait.
1: Like, the PSP, thing you know. You you know what What
0: people use PSP for, like, like when we were, like, middle school? Like, the acronym PSP?
1: Yeah, I thought that's what you – no, I'm talking about the, okay, like okay, the cool. little handheld console. First he does this, and then he puts Mario Kart at five. Like, holy shit. I'm sorry,
0: dog. I'm telling you, I didn't play nothing but sports games. Mario Kart's
1: just like one of those games that I feel like. It is.
2: All right, run through the top fives because I was all over the place. Black Ops these.
1: 2 was my one. Wii Resort was my three. What were the other ones you said?
2: I said Cooking Mama. That's yeah, five. <laughs> five. Nah, I'm, I got to re. I got to reshape these now.
0: Cooking Mama got to be five. <laughs> what was my you three? can't reshape. I'm sorry. Oh, was
2: my
1: two. Wii Resort was my three. Right. Pokemon was my four. We whatever the hell you said was my five. Cookie life. Mama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, I I think I only got
0: to three, four, five. Nothing else matched the one and two.
2: Nothing was up there for one and two for you. I mean, now now that I went
0: back. Yeah. But I, you said, I said, it was a blind reaction. So. I guess I'm just three, four, five.
1: <laughs> what was your first console?
0: First console? Xbox, the original Xbox. Then I also had a the original PS, PlayStation.
1: Mine was the, the original PlayStation.
0: Played Tony, played Tony Hawk like on the original PlayStation. That was pretty good. But did you ever play? Well, probably didn't. It was on the original Xbox console. Uh, Def Jam fight to New York, fight for New York. Mm-hmm. Bro, we were talking about it on the way to the uh, leadership retreat. All those games, like do we play like that? Dude, those games are like like those they're undefeated.
1: All right. So, me and Zelo, offensive line and defense line, we're always in the trenches. So we thought a good segment to bring would be trench talk. Trench talk. Which is basically the complete opposite of the fist pump future. It's something not so great that's happened in your week and since the trenches are kind of brutal. Um, it gets – it gets. Well, what would you describe it as? It gets rough in there. So
0: getting out that hole of the squat Yeah. Friday before you got to run. Yep. You know.
1: Something tough, brutal, or a struggle that happened to you or someone else this week. You got to think trenches aren't necessarily fun. Not at all. A lot of adversity to be faced in there. Uh, a lot of struggle. So, I think trench talk with two offensive – or two linemen would be a perfect segment to add with us two being here now. Um, mine's missing a turkey on the last day of the season in Georgia. Mm. I was on suicide watch. That's tough. It's like, does it take like patience to turkey hunt? Yes, because like, I've never been. Hungry. Turkeys are like little crackheads. They come in. They're like always on edge. Mm-hmm. Like you could call one in, and a branch would fall, and it take off running. Wow. Like they come into a field, like looking at everything. Like I'm talking, like if you see one. Like, once it gets locked on your decoy, you're fine because that's what they're focused on. It's like any other thing when it comes to a woman. They got tunnel vision now when mm. they see that decoy. And so you, I, you could literally sit behind it and do jumping jacks. But if it's coming into you and it doesn't see that decoy, you literally have to move like this to get your gun up. I've never been hunting. I've been fishing. And I've never been hunting. It is turkeys because turkeys, if a turkey's not going to gobble, you're not going to kill it you have no clue where it is. And there's a lot of times turkeys, will like, like sitting there on my phone, and I look up and there's a turkey standing in the middle of the field. Because you, they don't gobble, you don't know they're there. They're quiet. And they're smart and they have really good vision. Their visions are like uh, binoculars. And they sense, like they can see movement, like the slightest movement. They're just a pain in the ass to kill. And I can add to this, another turkey hunting. Uh, we went up to Tennessee, hunted hard for uh, like three or four days, morning to Like, took a break, go eat lunch, and then we're back in the woods. I get sick. So, I'm back in Athens. I get sick, planning to go back up there. I get sick. I can't go. Cade goes up there with one of our buddies, kills three. Mm. While I'm sick. On my family's land. I was pissed. Mm. Cade sends me a video of him holding three turkeys. I'm just like, like, Annabelle was there, and she could, like, legitimately, like, see a mood change. Like, that's how pissed I was. Like, I just stopped talking like I was over this shit. Like, I was pissed. But, yeah, turkeys the most fun hunting to do just because it's the most rewarding. Like, deer hunting, you sit there and wait, and there's nothing you can do to affect them coming realistically. But turkeys, you have to call them in. Like, turkeys aren't just going to walk out in the field if they don't have a reason to.
0: Honestly, ain't been a lot bad that's happened to me. Or, like, the that the I squat. had to just, yeah, outside of really just working out. Shoot, going to Atlanta and not having nowhere to stay, having to drive back at
1: Four o'clock in the morning and I'm not gonna pay for a hotel room for three and a half hours right oh, yeah. before I'm yeah. not doing it. Can we talk about how on Friday I stood up with my last set of squats and this is what I looked like? I pick up the bar and my legs <laughs> just, just start doing this. Shaking like desire. <laughs> shaking like a stripper. And in my mind I'm thinking, I have to go run after this. <laughs> I'm sitting there like shaking, like and that hill that gets, st-
0: like, that hill looks a little steep. That I remember. Like,
1: I'm like. We ran 10, 1080s all time and then went outside and ran hill sprints after squatting. four. Well, I think my weight was like 415 for like four sets of six. Wouldn't
0: recommend If you do not want to work, do not come to the University of Georgia. That's
1: what I tell every single one of my recruits.
0: Every last one of them. I will, like, that, I will be blunt with your son if, if he comes here. I will be on a visit, a workout. If you don't want to work, do don't not come, come here. to the University of Georgia. If you love your free time,
1: don't do not come to come the University. University of Georgia. <laughs> because you will be doing If you everything. don't want to rethink your life decisions, do not come don't to come work. to the University of Georgia. <laughs> but if you want to win, come to the University of Georgia. That's what I tell people. I said, we win, we have fun doing it, but the shit sucks because you work so hard. Yes. Uh, That's our uh, recruiting pitch to end this episode. But... It's great to be back. I'm really ready to get this started with you. And I know you're excited to get this started and get this rolling. We've got a couple guests in mind between each other that we want to have on. Some reoccurring guests, Mm -hmm. hopefully, which will more than likely happen at some point. Ready to get this content rolling again. Have a good time doing it.
0: Ready to be on Real Talk, man. I've been I've been watching from afar. I you and Godie. Uh, Godie, love you, man. Blessed that you started this. Um, and I'm blessed that that you trusted in me to step into this, this new uh, space of my life and to join the Real Talk family. You guys, I, I, I appreciate you guys opening me with open arms and ready to get to work man. Of
1: course. Loving to have you here. But I think me and you are going to have a lot of fun doing this. I think me and you kind of have a different bond having to headbutt each other Literally every single play of every, every single practice, day. day in and day out. Like, me I and Zemo, like, legitimately beat the shit out of each other every day of practice. And we literally don't have a choice.
0: It's like, it's the points where we get, like,
1: our heads start. our heads, we just... We just look at each other. We just start, like, start smiling and just like, dude, we, we got to get through this.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> like, We got to get through it, bro. Like,
1: but ugh. me and Gody have talked. We're going to do an episode once a month with each other on Zoom. So, still have that aspect of this, but... This is real talk, Georgia. Now, and this is we're gonna get this thing rolling, and hopefully get some good content out to you guys. Let's do it, man. Uh, cut.